Amen. Amen. Please stand with me for a few minutes. Just stand with me. Lift up your right hand. Let's thank this awesome God who works in our lives. Just say thank you to him for whatever he's doing in your life. He breaks through. He's your provider. When there is a hindrance, he remove it. He opens the door for you. He's the one who favors you and does many good things. Just thank him. Open your mouth and thank him. Join us as we bless his wonderful name even this morning. The awesome God. The awesome God. He is the awesome God. The miracle working God. He's our healer. He's our provider. He's our shield. He's the one who is the center of our joy. The center of everything that concerns us. Just bless him this morning and commit yourself to him. Take a few minutes and bring your challenge before him and say, Lord, awesome God, awesome God, you are the provider. You will make a way for me where there seems to be no way. Commit that need to him right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Sabri, onu no maji nina re etuwi di mu ewa wakwe mumri tiye munu fabon pae ne huseni oye kukuruko nini juma oji ebro tiya seso nesra di din kukurumri tiye yimu begin to thank him that he's heard your prayers thank him, thank him, thank him, thank him that he's honoring your name this woman then I say, then I say wumpae bo wetiye na ode ashe di din no eni onyam and all the saints will shout and say, Amen. God bless you. Please we'll have a seat. We thank the Lord for yet another beautiful Sunday morning that he's brought us into. This is the day that the Lord has made. We'll rejoice in it. Before I bring the word of the Lord, I'm so privileged to... I have my primary school teacher here today, hey. and, and I want to recognize her presence. Mama Gladys Agbejevo, she's here. Mama, can you come, come to the front so that they can see you? She taught me ANT 12. ANT 12. Yeah, mommy, I'm I don't want to see how beautiful you are looking, so you turn and face. <laughs> All right. Amen. Amen. That's Pastor Usu's mother-in-law. Pastor Usu's mother-in-law, yeah. yeah. Mama, thank you. I'm very happy that you came. And I'm so grateful for what you put in me. God bless you so much. Amen. Amen. Right, we continue our series on the blessed disciple. And last two weeks we started a series, a two-part series on divine righteousness. But in between we had to allow for the October thing to go on. So today we are concluding that series and I pray that God will help all of us to be upstanding in righteousness. Amen.
Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to bring your word to your people and for us also to hear your word. We commit our hearts to you and we ask that the entrance of your word will bring a touch of your presence and enlightenment and lifting us to becoming more like Jesus. We thank you also for the offering that we've been able to give. We pronounce your blessings upon it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, the blessing of divine righteousness. And just for a little bit of recap so that we will not forget, we said that to be righteous is the state of being and practicing what is right and acceptable in God's sight through our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we said that this righteousness is a blessing. First, it's a positional state that as you receive the Lord as your personal Savior, positionally, He declares you as righteous. It's not only positional, but it's also operational. Once you have Jesus in your life, who is the main seed of righteousness in you, it's expected that you operationalize that righteousness that God has put in you. So your daily life must depict the righteousness that is found in Christ. The positional and operational um, state of righteousness hinges on our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. If your faith is not in Jesus Christ, then that, that righteousness becomes a human righteousness which is not acceptable to God. We also mentioned that true righteousness is the righteousness of God. True righteousness is the righteousness of God. We mentioned also that true righteousness is a very special gift that God has given to us through his son Jesus Christ, which must be received and enjoyed. And True righteousness is received by faith. As you receive Jesus by faith into your life, then there's that declaration of your righteousness and the imputation of the righteousness of God in your life. We said true righteousness must be vigorously pursued. You must pursue it in your life as God's child. True righteousness is a key priority in kingdom life. True righteousness is a defensive weapon. If you live right and Christ's righteousness flows through you, it defends you from all forms of attacks from the enemy and other things. True righteousness can be dented or corrupted when we sin. 
na seltini ni so no eho betumi atochima e kwa be na nam so na nam so ne se wawura boni mu mama we sin and we tend to corrupt that righteousness god has made a way when we repent and we confess our sins the blood of jesus will cleanse us and we'll come back and and remove the dent that is there and finally we mentioned that there is always a crown of righteousness that must be worn for those who pursue and walk in righteousness at the end of the day you'll be crowned with a crown of righteousness a very beautifully decorated crown that God will give to you because you finished the race and you walked in righteousness this morning one will conclude the series by looking at what I'm catching blessings for the righteous disciple blessings for the righteous disciple and I'm reading from Proverbs chapter 10 verses 6 and 7 Proverbs 10, 6 and 7 and from the new uh, New King James Version it says blessings crown the head of the righteous but violence overwhelms the mouth of the wicked the memory of the righteous will be a blessing but the name of the wicked will rot so when we say blessings, blessings will crown the head of the righteous. What it basically means, like I'm wearing a crown of blessing because you are a child of God who is living righteously. And when you wear that crown, it, the, the flavor, the flavor and the beauty and the joy of that crown is always with you because God smiles at you with a smile of approval because your life is pleasing to him because you are walking in that righteousness. And also it says in that text, verse 7, the one who, whose walk is a righteous walk, who deliberately pursues righteousness, becomes a living memorial. And even at death, when you die and you live, when your name is mentioned anywhere, people praise the Lord and thank God for your life. And people will not say that, oh, it was good he died because it was a, it was a, it was a thorn in our flesh. And there was nothing about him that we can celebrate. But true righteousness gives room for testimonies about who you are and what you did. And you are always a memorial in the minds of people who come around you or came around you. My prayer for you this morning and the days ahead is that you will pursue righteousness vigorously 
Righteousness will be the motivation for your life, whether in secret or in public. Wherever you are, in whatever position you occupy on the face of this earth, let righteousness nah, be your blessed praise as you move on in this world. What I'm going to do this morning is just enumerate the blessings that come to you because you are a righteous disciple. Some blessings that I find in the Bible, I'll just mention them and explain them briefly. And I want you to convert those blessings if you are certain in your heart that you are living right before the Lord. Here are a few definitions that will set our minds straight as we go to the blessing. Number one, I think we need to understand righteousness. We have given definition already. Righteousness is the state of being and practicing what is right and acceptable in God's sight through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's righteousness. Who is a righteous disciple, therefore? A righteous disciple, therefore, is one who has a right standing in God's sight by faith in Christ Jesus, and by that same faith, that's what is right acceptable and pleasing to God. Please take note that we are just not talking about any other person or anybody keke, but we are talking about a disciple. A disciple is one who has a connection with God, who is a follower of God, who is made up his mind to learn from the Lord, and the Lord is his, his, his example. So we are not just talking about Kofike Amakeke, but we are talking about a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. So when we say you are a righteous disciple, you are not just a follower of Christ, but you have placed your faith in him, and by that same faith... Your life is pleasing to God because you are doing what is right and acceptable to the one who saved you. So we also need to understand the blessing we are talking about. When we say his head is crowned with blessing, what are we saying? The blessing is when God turns his smiling face and eyes of approval towards one and showers him with multiple kinds of blessings. I'm saying God turns his face, not frowning at you, but smiling because he approves your life. The question is, does God approve your life and does he turn his face smiling at you because he's happy with what you are doing and how you are living? 
Israno any day, Israno any say, Eradi or Dan any at the trail, or Dan any at the trail, or Dan any the trail, or a bra or a through at the trail. Nina said, Yeah, we are Biarano, and Yania as for any. Nanuetin in our post on what sign at Danine Shras Runcom, Isra would to me poor Emumodi, or the Ninara Egoso. Please, I want you to take note that true righteousness is a perfume. In the nostrils of God. And it attracts his attention. When your life is full of the flavor and the perfume of righteousness, God will turn and smile at you and shake his head and say, This is my, my son and this is my daughter in whom I am well pleased. <laughs> So here are the blessings. I'm calling them some assured blessings for you who is a righteous disciple. The first one is what I'm calling favor that will be your shield. Favor that will be your shield. What it means is that God's favor will surround you and shield you all over wherever you are. When we say something is a shield, we are looking at the thing defending you, we are looking at the thing protecting you against all kinds of things that are not wanted in your life. So, favor of God will be upon your life as a shield around you. Psalm 5 and verse 12. For surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous, you surround them with your favor as with a shield. Let me read it again. For surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous, you surround them with your favor as with a shield. When we talk about favor, it's just that uncommon presence of God that allows the impossible to take place in your life. When God's favor is upon you, you can jump from point, point A and you can be lifted to point Z, which otherwise you wouldn't get. But because his favor is upon you, he can lift you. And it, it, we call that God's miraculous move in your life. It is favor. It is favor. And that comes as a blessing because you are a righteous disciple. May favor come upon your life because you are pursuing righteousness vigorously. The second blessing that God gives to the righteous disciple is what I'm calling divine watchfulness. Let's say it together. Divine watchfulness. If you like, God will become your God will become your special 
watchman. And he guards you. And if you read the text very carefully, he says, His eyes will be following you wherever you are. His eyes are upon you. Why? Because he is concerned about you. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. His ears are open to their cries for help. And I like the first part. His eye is always following darkness late in the night when you are sleeping, when you are going for the interview, when you are walking in places where may be dangerous. His eyes are there. Amen. That's divine Amen. watchfulness Amen. over your life. Amen. Now, Trinity is no near one of my view, and it's a radi and me above who's rabbin is here. Bibi Biara, worry you, Biara. Well, quite Biara, one I'm so near who one, near who you because you are righteous and his eyes are following you you don't need to be afraid of anything because he's there his presence is invisible but his presence is real his presence is authentic and therefore he's always with you but the key is your righteous living the third blessing is what I'm calling deliverance from troubles or afflictions. Deliverance from troubles or afflictions. What it means that God will help you through and rescue you from your daily challenges. Every child of God has a challenge. Every man of God has a challenge. Every Christian wife has a challenge. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. By the Lord, by the Lord. He says the affliction, not just the affliction of any, any ordinary person, but the afflictions of the righteous. He says, God will deliver you from that. He will rescue you from that. Psalm 34 verse 19 from the New King A righteous man may have many troubles. But the Lord delivers him from them all. Everybody say all. Oh. Oh. So what God is saying is that he's not saying that you won't have troubles. After the troubles, we came to meet them. You will die and go. The troubles will still be there. But the fact is that if you find yourself in that trouble, you must know that God is with you there. Sometimes he will take you through. Other times he will lift you out of that trouble and place you on safe ground because of your righteousness. The other blessing that comes is what I'm calling ordering of your steps. Ordering of your steps. This means that God will direct you. God will pattern your steps. When we say God patterns, he has a way of moving us in the way that we must go. God has a way of directing you to where you must go to have a breakthrough. He has a way of directing you to where you can find your loved one and your spouse. He has a way of directing you so that you can land the job that you need. He has a way to direct you to a place where your business will flourish. We call that ordering of the steps of the righteous. Now, 
ono akasa no be ma wakwa nchire ni watutu wanamo edi akosi niya esese ekosi ya niya esese wonsaka no wonsansu etumi what it simply means is that he is the he is on the driver's seat of your life so once the Lord is holding the steering wheel to your life, you can be sure that He will land you to where you need to land. God directs uh, patterns your steps daily. It's a daily thing that He does for us. I pray in the name of Jesus that per your righteousness, you will see God leading you by his promptings and ordering your steps to the places where he himself has designed for you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The other thing that God does for us, I hope I got the, the text very well. God will anoint you with an oil of joy. Let me read Psalm 45, verse 7. 45, verse 7. You love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy. He anoints you with the oil of joy. You see, joy is not something that comes for coming's sake. But joy is the fruit of the Spirit. And when you are living righteously before God, your system is removed. God removes all the chokes in your system that prevents you from being joyful. He clears them. And joy just flows through you. Whether you have money or you don't have. Whether there is trouble, there is no trouble. There is that joy that comes. And it is because of the oil that God pours over your head because you are living right. Amen. In the name of Jesus. The other blessing is what we've read in the text. Your memory is a blessing. When somebody remembers your life, the person is blessed because you have been a blessing by the way you live. Proverbs 10 and verse 7. God makes your life a happy memorial for others. Somebody said that it's when you die, what happens behind you, which is, it tells whether you live a good life. I've heard people read tributes here and there. The man lived a full life. The man was this, that, this, like that, like that. He this, 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 this. Majority of the things people write is just, just decorative, with no weight in it. But in a true righteous person, when he leaves, I've seen people attending funeral. Somebody died, and we attend the funeral, and the crowd, the crowd that came to the funeral, and the testimonies people were giving about the one who died, and you can attest the fact that what they are saying is true, because you yourself have had an encounter with the person who is being talked about, and that's what we talk about. One's memory being a blessing. 
And somebody will say, oh, I wish that this brother was, was here. I wish that this sister was here. Why? Because that brother or sister carried something, carried something that was a blessing to the people who were around her. May your life be a memorial. Even at death, may they keep talking about you. Because your life was righteous in the sight of God. And worry a baby ever fat our nipper and him. Obviously, to me, I eradicated. Now, what did it to one would do how to me who say you only pay our friendly and pa or dear radiate so to Nini. Obesha don't ever back. Obesha didn't want us to do what to walk us out to you who said, Yeah, what can you now run? A no quarry to do. Mama, when you now NCC, our yabra boom, that that she sang in Kai Abodino, Yenso Yenyebi. In Proverbs chapter 11 verse 28, there's another blessing. We call that prosperity. Let's all say that prosperity. When we talk about prosperity, we are not just talking about monetary blessings. We are not talking about that. We are talking about meaningfulness of life. Meaningfulness of life. You have joy. Your life is fresh at all times. Everything is going on well for you, including financial blessing. And the key is righteousness. The key is righteousness that brings about prosperity. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 28. Whoever trusts in his riches will fall, but the righteous will thrive. They will thrive like a green leaf. May the Lord cause your life to prosper because you are pursuing his righteousness. Amen. The next one is God's love. Proverbs 15 and verse 7. If you live righteously, God's love is, is, is turned towards you. Well, there's another one, their life. We've talked about life. Proverbs 20, 12, 28. Real life after death. When you live righteously, you may die now, but you have a better life eternally. Amen. And we call that sleeping. You will sleep, but you will live on. Amen. Amen. Then we have the issue about God's love. God loves those who live righteously. His love for them is, is very deep. He has an affectionate attention that he places on the one who lives righteously. Because he himself is a righteous God. And therefore, when you are living righteously, then you can, you can, you can click with him. And he shows that love for you. Next one, God's, uh, we have what we call divine attentiveness to our prayers. I mean, I don't want to overemphasize this. When you sin, sin serves as a blockage to your prayer. But when your life is straight and you are living right before him, God's attention is on you 
and for your cry. As you pray to him, God gives you that hearing and answers you. Proverbs 15 and verse 29 The Lord is far from the wicked But he hears the prayer of the righteous The Lord is far from the wicked But he hears the prayers of the righteous Do you want God to hear your prayer and answer it? Then check your life Put your life on the scale that God has placed On righteousness, whether you are 1 to 10, where do you stand? Prayer to be answered is based on how righteous we are before God. Two more, and then we'll spend some few minutes to pray. The blessing of satisfaction. God makes, God makes you have your feel in life. He makes your life full and enjoyable. It says in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 6, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Amen. Satisfaction. Just imagine you having a bowl of fufu and a goat light soup, and you eat, eat, eat. You get to a point where you find that the system is, is full and you don't want to take any more. Spiritually, you can also be full like that. But it is when your life is righteous. God gives you full satisfaction in life. And you know that, who chrome, like somebody will say, who chrome because your life is satisfied with what God is doing. Those who test and hunger for righteousness, those are the ones whose life will be satisfied. Amen. 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 Lift up your hands and say, Righteousness is the key. Say it again, Righteousness is the key. Tell it to somebody, Righteousness is the key. Say it to another person, Righteousness is the key. And tell him, Pursue righteousness vigorously. And your life will never be the same. Last but not the least, effectiveness of prayer. James 5 and verse 16b. The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. Let me read it for you. James 5 and 16. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that um, you may be healed. And it says, the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. When we say powerful, it's not like how loud we are praying. But we are talking about how your prayer goes through. How your prayer goes through. 
And once you are wearing the cloak of righteousness, you can be sure that when you pray, it goes through. It goes through. We don't want our prayers to go and hit the wall and come back because God's ears are attentive to those who are righteous. So if he's listening to your prayers and ready to hear your prayer, and says for the righteous. So once you are righteous, you are sure that when you pray, you have an effective go-through prayer. Go-through prayer. And I pray that your prayer will be very powerful and effective. Because of your righteousness. Sempano. If you live righteously, you are blessed with God's favor. If you live righteously, you are blessed with God's watchful eyes following you wherever you are. If you are righteous, God delivers you from your many afflictions. If you are living right, God orders your steps. For you. If you are living right, God anoints your head with the oil of joy. If you are living right, the memory of you will be a joyful thing to every heart. If you are living right, God brings you prosperity, fullness of life, and everything falling, falling in place for you. If you live righteously, God gives you life after death. If you live righteously, you are assured of God's ever-flowing love and attention on your life. God gives you attention to his prayers, to your prayers. God brings you satisfaction. Above all, your prayer becomes powerful. It becomes a go-through prayer. And I pray... Let's go as true disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are to practicalize our righteousness perpetually. When this is in operation, we surely will benefit from the, the blessings that are attached to living right. May the good Lord grant you and I special grace to be and act righteously daily so that we can enjoy the blessings that he has for us. Amen. Amen. Please join me, let's stand, let's take a few minutes and commit ourselves to this righteous living. 
Uh, it doesn't matter, you know, sometimes we fall short of God's expectation. As I said, the righteousness can be corrupted, but God has always a way out that you can reverse. And, and, and he will repair the, the cracks in your righteousness. And I want you to lift up your two hands and pray to him. Take a few minutes and say, Lord, give me grace to be living righteously. It is a big challenge in this world that we live in. Sometimes you are tempted to do things that are not pleasing to God. But you see, if we stand for him, that we are righteous and we carry the seed of righteousness in him, in our lives, God will bless us. So lift up your hands, talk to him in your own way and make a commitment, mental commitment, emotional commitment, a heartfelt commitment to him that you as an individual will be dedicated to a life of righteousness until the Lord calls you home or he comes back for us. Pursuing righteousness is a personal choice that you have to be. That I want to live for him. The one who lives in me is a righteous person. It's a gift that God has put inside me. And I want him to shine through me. I want my life to be a reflection of God's righteousness wherever I am. As a wife, as a husband, as a son, as a daughter, as a student, as a business person. I want to live right. I want to live right. I want to live right. In case you have fallen short and you have dented that righteousness in your life, this is the opportunity. You can go to God and ask him to cleanse you. Ask him to restore you. Ask him to repair the dent that has come the crack that has come into your system he will gladly restore it he will gladly heal that dent in your life so that you come back on course pray to him sincerely from the very bottom of your heart and ask him to give you that grace that grace to walk in paths of righteousness so that these blessings we have mentioned among many others will be your portion will be your portion on a daily basis